Hello, everyone. This is Natalie, your host. Welcome to Life on Earth podcast. Today's episode, we are going to speak about something truly transformational that has enhanced my life in so many ways, human design. And my very special guest today is Miss Erin Claire Jones. Erin Claire Jones uses human design to help thousands of individuals and companies step into their work and their lives as their truest selves and their highest potential. Her work as a guide, coach, and speaker has attracted a growing community of over 140,000 people who turn to her teachings for practical tools, digestible tips, and deeper self-knowledge. Her work has been featured on Forbes, Mind Body Green, Well and Good, Nylon, and she has been on over 150 podcasts. Today, I welcome Miss Erin Claire Jones, and I am super excited to share with you about human design. So what is human design? Human design is a synthesis of ancient wisdom and modern science that sheds light on a person's energetic makeup, as well as specific tools that they can use to live at their happiest, healthiest, and highest potential. It doesn't change who they are. It teaches them who they are. It offers insights into what's possible and highlights the significance of understanding and living as the fullest expression of themselves. Not long ago, I did my blueprint for human design with Aaron and I really a fantastic experience and I really hope that you guys can check it out as well. Erin has been so kind to give us a special code for Life on Earth podcast listeners so that you too can get your personalized guide to your unique human design blueprint. So for that, I'm going to say go to humandesignblueprint.com and I'm going to link all of this under show notes. Also, Aaron's website is AaronClaireJones.com, and our code so that you can receive 10% off your blueprint is all caps life on earth. This will get you 10% off your unique blueprint so that you can right now start with your human design. As you know, I have tested and I'm always looking for things to improve myself and I'm always studying and taking workshops and classes and doing many practices as you know to improve my lifestyle and my life and my health body mind spirit so when I came across human design I was really interested and intrigued and I knew that it was going to be cool but I didn't know it was going to be this cool (laughs) let me just put it to you this way So when I did my blueprint with Aaron, it was so fantastic because I got basically a little mini book by with my life and my characteristics, which has it's hard. I I know it sounds kind of weird, like you're going to read about you, but actually it's super helpful, you guys, because it gave me an insight on how I would thrive in certain situations and how in also relationships so i'm showing up into the world and what are better ways that it would be more effective for someone who has my individual unique characteristics to engage with the world around me and also make the situations that i'm going through in this thing called life work for me and with me and not against me 
In this podcast, we're going to dive deep into all of this, all things human design, and you will get to meet Miss Erin, and you'll get to love her work as much as I do. And I can't wait for you to just have a taste of it and then go ahead and go to humandesignblueprint.com, type the code life on earth and get your 10% off and get your blueprint with Erin Claire Jones. I'm also going to link below Erin's Instagram account and everything that we're going to talk about on the podcast. This show is brought to you by Shanti Yoga Training School. Are you ready to deepen your practice on and off the mat? Yoga is technology for the soul. Yoga has so many awesome things to offer you. I invite you to embark on this journey and find ways to unblock, to clear the body, the mind, the spirit through movement and breath and meditation and learn about the history. In my school, we always talk about standing on the shoulders of the past. Check out all of our testimonials on the website. You can go to shantiyogatrainingschool.com And then reach out to me and we'll be so happy. I'll actually, I'll put a code below also on show notes so that you can get, you can get a special deal on your next 200 hour yoga teacher training certification, which is the first one. And really that's kind of where you begin the journey of expanding your practice. And it's great for if you've never done a yoga teacher training. So you start with that one and see you can also do it only for yourself, self-inquiry and to evolve yourself with the capital S. In yoga, we say that there's no beginning and no end for the self. It's just forever eternal. It's our highest self. And then if you are already teaching yoga, we have an advanced level training, which is a 300 hour. Anyways, you can go to the website and again, I'll link all of that below. And our courses are all hosted on another site, which is lifeonearthpodcast.com. And there is where you can register, enroll, and begin immediately and do it all self-based from the comfort of your home. Okay, back to human design and to Erin Claire Jones. Let's begin. Join us in conversation. Thank you for listening. And I hope you're having a fantastic day. And I really hope that this episode will only make whatever it is that you're going through in your life right now better. So I can't wait. Join us. Welcome to Life on Earth, the Peace Project. A podcast that teaches you how to connect with the divine and transform darkness into light through topics from yoga to nature and ultimately love. Join your host, Natalie Kwa, to celebrate and encourage diversity, peace and global equality, one earthling at a time. Okay, welcome, Erin. I'm so excited to have you here today for Life on Earth podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Today, we are going to talk about you and also human design. And I'm super excited because you're the first person that is coming on to Life on Earth podcast to teach us about human design and educate myself and our community. So it's very exciting. So I want to know a little more about you. And I also want to know about the all, everything about human design. So what I wanted to start is to tell you that I, I first heard about it probably like two or three years ago. 
maybe like three years ago. And I think it was one of my teachers slash mentors who like mentioned it and said she really loved it and, and told me, you know, me said, oh, it's something you should look into. And then it was just one of those things like uh, that I kept reading and I did some online little things, you know, and then you kept coming up too. I think a few people mentioned your name to me. And then I said, oh my God, okay, I'm going to really, I need to connect with her. I would love for her to be on the podcast. And then I got my human design (laughs) from you. And I am so excited because I just arrived yesterday and I actually like, I mean, it's like a little mini book, right? It's a book. It's a book about you. It's amazing. And I'm like, I'm I'm reading it. I'm still in the process of having completed the whole thing. Part of it is because some parts of it, I wanted to really assimilate and then kind of go back and read it. So maybe we should start there for someone who has never heard of this. And I'm sure you get asked this question a lot. What is human design? Anyone who's tuning into the listeners right now, they're like, "What what are they talking about? Yeah. So human design is a system based on your time, date, and place of birth that reveals your energetic blueprint. And what I mean by that is how you're uniquely wired to thrive in business and relationships in life. You know, it gives us information around how you're wired to make decisions and work within teams and collaborate and parent and partner all and all the things. And it really just gives us like a roadmap to how we're designed to operate at our best. It's not predictive in any way. It won't tell you that you'll be here in five years or do this thing in 10, but it more helps you understand how you are wired to operate. So you can kind of flow with that rather than against it. Yeah, that makes so much sense to me. And I also feel even just by going through mine yesterday, I was reading parts of it and it almost kind of gave me permission to really be who I am because something so simple, I, I give you an example. One part of it said you really need, when you're functioning at your max and you're giving in, then you need to, you're going to, you're going to rejuvenate and you really need that good night of sleep. You need to sleep a lot. And that's something that, you know, it's like, here's the thing. I always tell this to my partner and to people. I'm like, I need to sleep. And now I'm like, Oh, I know why now I need to sleep. I really do need to sleep. That's kind of part of my human design because when I have those, that eight hours solid sleep or nine hours or even to, I'm like completely different person the next morning. Mm -hmm. And for Mm -hmm. me, it's one of my non-negotiables. It's sleep. It's so great to see that, oh my God, this is really part of who I am, who I, my design. So how did you get into human design? I got into human design very serendipitously. I live in New York and I was at a gathering in 2015 and sat next to a stranger And the stranger said, I'd love to look up your human design. I had never heard of it before, but I was just curious. I was like, okay, tell me everything, you know? And he gave me a little mini reading on the spot. And I always say that it was like equal parts relieving and confronting, like relieving because it felt like he gave me a language around how I operated in a way that I had never heard before, but felt so familiar. I was like, am I really allowed to do that? That sounds like way better than everything else I've tried, but like, can I really like find success and alignment that way? So it really felt like he gave me such a powerful language and then confronting because I wasn't loving any of it. I was trying to be like every other type but my own. And he ended that conversation by saying, I think that you're meant to do this and I think that we should build a business together. And he really quite literally invited me into human design. And it was at a time in the world where human design was much less well-known. There were obviously a lot of amazing people studying it and it just wasn't really out in the mainstream at all. And so I, I built a business with him for two years and then I launched my own practice in 2018. But it's been, it's been an amazing journey. I wouldn't say until the past three years that people have been like really interested and excited. It was definitely not like that my first few years. 
So when was it first developed? Do you know? 1987. Oh, wow. So it's really not that. And, and so it was just by, how did that happen? Where does it come yeah. from? So the founder, his name is Ra Uhuruhu. He's no longer alive, but he basically had a very mystical experience where he was walking home one day and heard a voice. And the voice said, it's time to work. And for basically eight days and eight nights, he channeled the system, meaning that he received all this information. And then he spent the next 20 years building it out, you know? And so it was so, it was not a thing that came from like us observing people. It came from like kind of this more mystical source. And one thing I would just remind people of is that like, my goal is never to like convince people that human design is true. I think more so I like to ask people like, is it useful? Is the information I'm offering useful? And like, and I think Mm -hmm. so often it's just like, it's so useful and it's so wild that we have all this amazing information about ourselves that's so detailed and so specific. But I just like, Mm -hmm. I try my best to not be dogmatic about it. Like I I really want it to be accessible to people. So I always remind people to take what feels useful, supportive, resonant, throw the rest away. It's very much meant to be a system that kind of empowers you and supports you, not one that kind of disempowers you or limits you in any way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that you do that. And I've seen you do that with your content. I love your Instagram as well. And I always like to remind people if they are listening to this and they want to look at the Instagram while we're talking, what's your account again? My account is Aaron Claire Jones, Aaron with an E, Claire with an E at the end. And if you want to look up your human design, you can go to humandesignblueprint.com. Yeah. And I now include this below on show notes, but you can go to a place like you said, and that's kind of what I did three years ago or two and put your thing and get what you are. But then if you do get a session or you do the report with you, it's a completely different story. I mean, then, totally. you know, it's, it's, a, it's so much more deeper in detail. And I think that that's like a whole nother level. So that's what I would definitely suggest that everyone check it out with you on your website. What's your website again? I have two right now. We just launched okay. So humandesignblueprint.com is the main one. If you want to kind of book a session or anything like that, you can go to erinclairjones.com. Okay. And then, cause that, that would be great. So why don't you maybe tell us like, how does this work? So what you need when somebody's booking a session is the hour that they're born and the date and their name and the location. And then by that, there's a design that it's, it does it have to do like with planetary things? Like, how does that work? I see the sacral thing and I see the head, but I don't really understand those drawings. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, it, it's a good point. I think that, like you said, when you look up your design, which you can just do, it's not an intuitive looking thing. Like, it's really good to have a translator, you know? And so the blueprint does that when you want the report or a session, but it's nice to kind of have somebody wrap it all together and explain it in really practical terms. Um, because it can look a little bit complicated. Basically, you don't, the name doesn't matter. You need your time, date, and place of birth. The more exact you have of a time, the better. And once you enter that, it will kind of generate this wild looking chart, which basically maps how the energy moves within you and more specifically, kind of what your strengths are and kind of where the energy is more consistent, as well as where you might be the most sensitive and kind of have more challenges. And so it really helps us kind of know how to work with our energy. And there's so many pieces like our type, how we best use it, how to create opportunities, how to make decisions, how to process, like the amount of information we can get is endless, but it really is, it is kind of the moment that we're born gives us kind of our own imprint, our own blueprint. And human design pulls from astrology, Kabbalah, the I Ching, the chakra system, quantum physics, genetics. It really kind of is this master system that pulls from so many different modalities to kind of really give us just a blueprint to how we're designed to operate at our best. Mm, very interesting. So what are the designs that are out there? <laughs> maybe we so, could maybe we could go through to have a sort of an idea. 
a mini, mini course. Yeah, of course. And just know when you're listening, you know, the type is just the first piece. It's such a useful part of our design, but there's so much underneath it. Like you'll see in the blueprint, your type is covered first, but then there are like another 50 pages on other pieces of your design, you know? So it is like, it's nice to kind of get the whole picture. But with type, there are manifesting generators, generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifestors. And our type speaks to how we best use our energy and also how we're designed to kind of create the most aligned opportunities for ourselves. So I'm going to start with your type because then we can kind of get your real-time feedback. Manifesting generators are really here to be kind of the multi-passionate creators and doers, the ones that really have the energy and the life force to kind of build and create and make things happen. The more lit up and excited you are by what you're doing, the more energy you have, the more magnetic you become. And like you read about sleep, like you are meant to sleep deeply, but what allows you to sleep deeply is when you use up your energy throughout the day in ways that feel really satisfying. Like that kind of allows Mm -hmm. you to drop into bed, like fulfilled, spent and exhausted and kind of allows you to recharge properly. So I would say two big lessons for you are around prioritizing your own excitement and satisfaction and seeing that not as the selfish choice, but rather as the thing that will give you the most energy and allow you to have the most impact. And second is around boundaries. Because you have such natural vitality and energy and life force, people can really want to take advantage of it Mm -hmm. and not in a malicious way. They just sense your capacity. And so really as much as you can saying yes to what excites you and feels good in your gut and no to what doesn't. And then also I would say as a manifesting generator, like you're actually here to be quite multi-passionate. Like you're not really here to like pick a career path and just like stick to it. Like you're really here to like honor where your where your energy wants to go even when it changes. You know, that might look like doing multiple things at once. That might look like doing a thing and then pivoting after a couple of years or six months. It's just like allowing yourself to be an ever evolving, kind of constantly becoming person who's always reinventing yourself. And so mm-hmm. just honoring where your energy wants to go. And the last piece or the second to last piece that I would share is that for you, your gift is moving fast. It's finding the quickest way to get from A to Z, but not necessarily in handling every single step along the way. So it's really good to have people around you that can like support you in the step-by-step process in a way that kind of frees you up to be in your fast creative flow. And the last piece that I want to share is that your strategy in human design is, is around magnetism. You're not really designed to chase after anything. Life is meant to come to you and your job is to kind of see what shows up that lights you up. And once you kind of get lit up and in response to a thing that shows up in your world, that's kind of the perfect thing, time to kind of go after to make it happen. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm a manifesting generator, you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for that. That is so on point. Everything that you said, it's crazy. Like it, and it's so, again, it's so helpful when you see that. And, you know, even when I said, when I I read about the creativity, that can be a lot. And I feel that, you know, daily and just to do the list point so I can have like a house so I can have like, okay, for A, B, C, D. So I'm not completely all over the map. So it can kind of help me, you know, and oftentimes when I'm working with people and I have an idea and it's like, I'm from here to like from A to Z real fast. And, and people with me, they're like, wait a minute, what are not, not you're just like, it's too fast. Can we like, backtrack a bit how do we get there so that makes complete sense so this is actually going to really help me even when i'm working with groups and projects because now i understand that and one thing that i loved about when i was reading the chart that you created for me or the report is that it also said know that you know when people are different they're not better or worse they're just they just function differently which is awesome, you know, because it's like, I think it's really easy for us to try to like judge somebody or a situation and it or like, oh, why are you not thinking this fast or what? But they don't, they have a different strength. 
They mm-hmm. have a whole nother set of strength. You might have that one. Somebody else has that other thing. And it's so good. Then you can collaborate and you can see how can this person do this and that person do that. I mean, I'm sure in your line of work and we're going to move to the other ones, but you see so many people having like life le- revelations, like aha moments after they start, totally. you know, this work. What are you? I'm just curious. I'm a projector. projector. So very different, but I, but I love what you shared there. I was going to remind you of that. Is that like as a manifesting generator, especially if somebody is running a team or even like with a family, like it's not about expecting others to move as fast or do as much. And if you do expect that, you'll likely be quite disappointed, you know? Mm-hmm. So just kind of honoring that others have their own gifts and like not expecting them that they're going to match you in that way. I sat with a manifesting generator recently who had just gone through her like fifth assistant. And I was like, okay, what is going on? Like, you know, obviously this hiring process is not working. And she was like, no one can move as fast. And I was like, they are not meant to. They're meant to bring a really different gift to the table. So just kind of really... Human design is a tool to help us honor how different we are, whether it's how we're parenting or partnering or collaborating with people and, and not expecting each other to be the same. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Of we'll course. Move on. So then we've got generators. So generators are very similar to what I just mentioned. Some people even group the two types together, but it's a little bit less around kind of that multi-passionate, always pivoting kind of energy. Like generators are also doers, builders, creators have such amazing energy and life force to make ideas happen when they're lit up and excited by what they're doing. They also have these lessons around prioritizing their own excitement, um, having strong boundaries, not saying yes to everything, even if they think they should do it. Um, but they also kind of bring this like steadfast, committed, masterful energy to whatever it is that they do. And so I would just encourage them to really take inventory in their lives and ask themselves, okay, what are the things in my life that are exciting me the most, are really like bringing me the most joy? Can I do more of those things? And what are the things that feel the most depleting, draining, exhausting? Can I let those things go? And their strategy, similar to yours, is around magnetism and waiting for things to come and light up their gut before they go after it. Then we've got projectors. Projectors are very different. And so I was definitely spending my life trying to be a manifesting generator pre-human design. So projectors are really here to be leaders, guides, advisors, teachers, not here to do all the doing. Projectors are so good at asking questions and being so innately sensitive to other people's energy, but they aren't really here to be these consistent doers. And so as projectors, we might find that our energy really ebbs and flows. So really kind of giving ourselves permission to like take rest and space and kind of wait for the energy to go again and not try to just like go, go, go all day long. And projectors often really love systems like human design or kind of any system that helps them better understand people and how they work. Because so much of the gift of projectors is guiding and advising and managing people. And the strategy as a projector is to wait to feel recognized and invited in, knowing that you've got such a powerful insight and a way of seeing things. But unless people are like really ready to hear it, it's probably just like not going to land. You know, so kind of really considering where in your life you feel the most recognized and invited in and treasured for your perspective intimately and professionally. And those are often the best spaces for you. And so just checking in on like where you feel the most seen, but also know that people cannot see you or invite you in unless they see you. So also considering ways to kind of put yourself out there. I know for me as a projector, like sharing on Instagram, being on podcasts, sharing on newsletter in newsletters, like all these ways, all these are kind of ways to make myself visible and kind of allow the right invitations to come my way. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Complete. And then we've got two more types. We've got manifestors and reflectors. Manifestors are the initiators, the innovators, the ones that are really good at initiating and innovating and kind of bringing new ideas and movements to life. Their energy is often at the beginning. So they're not really here to like do all the sustaining, but more kind of getting a thing off the ground. And their energy will often operate in creative bursts where they can make a lot happen very quickly and then need to rest. 
And that burst could be over the course of a couple hours or a day or a week, but I would really kind of honor those ebbs and flows because it's in the ebbs where like the next idea or inspiration will come. And manifestors tend to really value freedom and autonomy and control. They're not here to be told what to do or manage or guided in any way, here to do things on their own terms and in their own way. And they are here to initiate. They're not here to wait for anything to come to them. Like they're here to kind of wait for an inspiration or urge to arise within them and then just follow it. And then the second part of their strategy is just making sure that they keep people in the loop and kind of informed of what they're choosing and when. The final type is a reflector. Reflectors are the rarest type. It's about 1% of the population. And these people are kind of our collective mirrors, people that are deeply sensitive to their physical space. And you really get a good sense of how a team is doing or company or community just by how that reflector is showing up. And so I would remind any reflectors listening to just be such a ruthless curator of the people you're spending time with and the places you're spending time in because it will impact your well-being so deeply. Um, I would also remind you that you're very naturally fluid. You might have periods where you feel like a generator, like a manifesting generator, like a projector, like a manifester. And your job is never to figure out the one thing that you are, but honor whatever feels like you that day, even if it's different than yesterday. And mm-hmm. the final piece that I would share is that we often call the reflectors evaluators in the context of business, just because they see and sense things that so many people don't. So to kind of be in a space similar to projectors where your perspective is really treasured and invited in can be especially important for them. Wow. That is so cool. I mean, I love like all all of them there. And it's it's so insightful. One of your last posts, you posted Britney Spears about what she was. I thought that, that's so fun that you so fun. pick, you know, some people to like kind of, you know, do their their. So she is a was she a manifesting generator? Like you. generator? She's like manifesting. She's generator. actually very okay. you. Yeah. Yeah, that was really great. I loved reading about that too. And I was like, oh, that's the one that I am too. That's cool. People can come to you for sessions, right? And you do one-on-one sessions. Do you see them like multiple times or, you know, just to kind of touch base how it is going throughout the year or how does that work? Because knowing, having the knowledge that you do with the background of these as our human designs beings, you can then say, okay, this situation would be better if you navigate it this way or that way, right? Totally. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the majority of our business is really not around kind of coaching on one-on-one. And I, I do do that and I'm always booked out, but it's, I have like very limited sessions that I do. So yeah. I think that if people... So I will answer your questions in two parts. Like I think that you're so right that human design is not a thing that you're just like introduced to once. It's a thing that you just like keep returning to as a way to kind of stay on track and stay aligned. So like I always recommend the blueprint as the best place to start like you got because like the thing is that like in moments of resistance or challenge, you'll probably go back and read that book about yourself and be like, oh, I see exactly what's going on here. You know, like Mm -hmm. I see what's happening. So like, I think that's a really powerful resource to keep you aligned. With sessions, you know, I do sit with a lot of people like just once kind of downloading their design to them. But there are a lot of clients that I sit with in an ongoing way. And and you're totally right that like, it's just so cool to sit together and really help them kind of understand what they're going through in their life through the lens of human design, because it really Mm -hmm. just like returns us to who we are. And so I love those conversations because I think that it just like, it really helps us so much in moments of confusion or challenge or resistance to just like really land in exactly who we are and what the right direction is for us. Because we can get so pulled in so many different ways. And I think it just returns us to us over and over again. And so I just kind of serve as a mirror reminding people of that. Yeah. And as a guide, you know, because you knowing, having the knowledge, you can kind of point out some things from a different perspective 
I have a yoga training school and, you know, a lot of the yoga really is off the mat as well as like on the mat. So I teach people how to meditate and how to, a lot of like self, a journey to self-discovery too. So yesterday, even I was in a session online and I was telling my students, I think there's really nothing more powerful than a human being who knows themselves. You know, a lot of the, the content of yoga, like it's really to know yourself, you know, when we sit in meditation or you get on your practice or you enjoy nature or eating healthy, whatever, it's like coming back to yourself over and over again. And I think that human design just uh, complements that journey so well, because if you are a human being that you're interested, you know, in soul evolution in yourself and bettering yourself, the planet, then you want to know yourself and you want to have these tools because when you have these tools, you are powerful. And that is so awesome. Like, you know, a human being that knows itself. And like you said, it's a continuous work, right? I think it's hard. It's not, it's hard, like what, whether it's human design or philosophy or whatever, it's not like, oh, did it check? You're done. No more. You don't work on yourself. No, you're continuously going back and reevaluating and rereading, sitting back and meditate, you know, you have to make it a part of your life and a routine. But that's mm -hmm. why I think this work is just so amazing. Because to me, mm -hmm. it just brings it to a whole nother level of like, I'm oh. really getting to this point that understanding, okay, this is great to, you know, when you know yourself, and you know, what works for you and what don't, and you, totally. and you find ways to communicate to the people around you, you know, then it's life becomes a lot easier, I find, you know, I mean, we're always going to have yeah. challenges, but you can explain, you know, the challenge, you know, why, why is it that certain things work for you? Why not? And who you are. And that's awesome, yeah. as opposed to being all over the map. I think it makes life easier, both on an individual level, but on a, also on a relational level. Like, I think when yes. we really understand, like, how we're uniquely wired to operate, like things just flow better. Like, cause we build businesses that actually work for us. You know, we mm -hmm. work in ways that feel good. We're in relationships that feel good. We invest in the right relationships, but also relationally, like I said earlier that like to not expect others to keep up with you or move as fast as you or do as much is like, I think where we can get tripped up in relationship is when we have an expectation that someone will be similar to us or different than what they are. But I think when we really understand how different somebody is and really have such a language and so many tools to kind of interact with and support them in being different, it's so powerful. And it mm -hmm. brings so much compassion and understanding into relationships. And so like, I really believe that the more we honor and learn how differently we each operate, the closer we will be. So I think that it really just allows us to find so much more flow again in our relationships, our business, and our lives, because it gives us permission to be ourselves and gives us the tools to, to support people that are really different than us. Which one of the four agreements to not take things personally, which is if you don't, don't, then things are happening and you're not take whether it's with your boss or your husband or wife, whatever. And just don't take it personally. It might not have anything. It may, but it may not have anything to do with you. It may just be that people are composed and they have a set of things that are composed them that are different. And people, and, and that's part of the hum, the beauty of being on planet Earth, I think, too, or just being a human is the diversity. You know, we are not all the same. We're not cookie cutter. We all have our own set of good things and bad things and not so things we're working on. Maybe not bad, but we're trying to improve. You know, everybody's kind of their own. 
journey. So I'm curious about you, like, what is your, cause you mentioned like, you know, which I can imagine, you know, get pretty booked for the sessions. You still do them, but you can't How? because I was thinking, I mean, if you do like five sessions a day, which I'm sure you don't, you'd be like fried. Right. Cause I work online yeah. too. And it's like, there's only so much live streams you can do. So I'm wondering about you, like your lifestyle, how do you uh, navigate your business nowadays? And do you have a set of like kind of set a schedule that you like to follow or do you don't or, and I, and I know you do some workshops online. So I'd just like to know how the business flows a bit. (laughs) I think that, you know, so my husband is my business partner and he has really made my life a lot easier because I think that one of the biggest shadows in my own design is being really overzealous and trying to do too much. And so for the first couple of years of my business, when I was doing it independently, like I would just like fit sessions in every moment, you know what I mean? Like, and it was just, it wasn't sustainable. Like it just burnt me out. And he's been such a powerful resource and really creating boundaries. Like, and so for me, it's like, I do sessions on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I try to do three a day. It's if I'm going to be honest, I usually allow four and that's a lot. That's like my absolute that's limit. That's a three, lot. Three is yeah. better for me, but I'm really trying to hold. I'm just like, so I'm always like, oh yeah, I want to like, I want to fit everyone in, you know, and I really desire to, but I also like, so that's the limit right now. And so I kind of book out instead of booking more, of course. But I think what was such an interesting evolution in my business, and this is one that I think is probably useful for all of us, but I really advise specifically projectors of is that like, considering ways, if you say, if you want to grow your business, if you are an entrepreneur, like considering ways that you can grow what you do in a way that doesn't require you to simply do more. Like if I had purely a session business, if I wanted to grow the business, I mean, I could keep increasing the prices, but also I would have to do more sessions, you know? And like, that was just not the life that I wanted to live. And so- Yeah, unless you have like 10 errands, (laughs) you know? Totally, right. Unless you train. You're right, right. I'm one, you know, and we will train people soon, but like, (laughs) I'm one person. So I think, you know, the blueprint was really our answer to that. You know, I think that, Mm -hmm. and the blueprint is basically, like you said, it's a book to your design. It's like, I have written basically a book's worth of human design knowledge, you know, to kind of like accommodate all the possible Mm -hmm. configurations that could exist. Um, And it's really kind of meant to be this personalized guide and it has taken so much work, but it's allowed us to reach so many more people. You know, I think that we have now like 13,000 people with their blueprints out in the world, which is so amazing. That's so cool. cool. It's so cool. But I think that that, that's really been an interesting evolution of our business because like, even though I still do sessions, it's like a very small portion of our business. Like I still learn from it and I still love them. But like the blueprint was really the way that we could make human design more accessible and allow Mm -hmm. us to reach a lot more people. And we've just found more and more efficient ways to do that. So that's been so helpful. So I think that like, and, and I, and not everyone's going to have a blueprint or an offering like that. You know, I think that everyone's business is different, but I do think it was useful for me to think about like how, if I want to grow, how can I grow this in a way that isn't just requiring me to do more and more and more? Because like the more sessions I fill my schedule with the less impactful and potent I am in those sessions, you know? So like I set a boundary so that I remain powerful in those sessions and effective and potent with my clients. But, um, to go back to your question around schedule, I have sessions two days a week. I do kind of podcasts and recordings today, the day that we're in on Wednesdays. Um, and I leave Mondays and Fridays as open as I can. I, I sometimes do kind of squeeze stuff in, but it really feels nice for me to have space. And then it kind of allo- allows me to kind of move for the bigger things that I'm thinking about and working on. Yeah. And create, because I mean, you know, if you're going to create new content or ideas that you want to develop, you have to have time to do that you have to create space otherwise always 
booked and you can't do the things, you know, the, the new energies and the new frequencies that are coming in, how are you going to manifest that? And it's important to, especially for someone like you and me too. And I think a lot of people listening, I think nowadays, a lot of people are like starting their own business or they have something that they really love. Even if they have mm-hmm. a full-time job, they might have like a part-time thing or something or a blog they're working on online, you know? And I think that's so cool because I'm seeing, especially now, like 2020, 2021, a lot of entrepreneurs and coming out and trying to do things. And so it's very inspiring, you know, when you hear you speak like that and you sharing about the schedule and how to manage. That's a question I get a lot when the teachers graduate and they're trying to do like life coaching and this and that. And it's like, they're all over the map. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say one other big lesson for me. And I, again, I know this is not true for everybody because I think we're all wired really differently. This is the magic of human design, but like, I think another big lesson for me and being an entrepreneur, and I don't think I would have learned this as quickly had it not been for my partner who has a bit more experience than I do is just like around simplicity. Like there is such a temptation for me to want to launch everything right now because like I'm having clients that are like, I want you to do training. I want you to do this. And I'm like, yes, I want to do all those things. I'm so excited. I love newness, but I also like, it would have led to me feeling really scattered and us not really mm-hmm. having like grounding as a business. And so for the past, you know, I've been doing this for six years. We've been running it together for three and that's kind of the, the newest iteration of the business. But like I've had three offerings. I have sessions, my workshop and my blueprint, you know, and like while I've desired to launch new things, like we've just kept it so simple and like really made sure that we've nailed those three things. And that hasn't mm-hmm. always been easy, but it's been so worth it. And so like, I think mm-hmm. that I just see a lot of wanting to do everything. And I know for us, simplicity was the most essential piece. Yeah. And so uh, what about your workshops? How, how do those, you have one coming up, right? Or no? Did I, I have one something? coming up in January. Um, yeah. It's called Flow. And it basically is just like an intimate group space where we really kind of explore how to use your unique design to kind of move out of resistance and into flow in your life. You know, I think that human design offers us so much amazing, juicy information, but sometimes I don't want people to get like so inundated that they like don't know what to do with it. And so, like, my yeah. orientation is always towards how to make the information as like practical and empowering as it can be. So, Flow is very much a conversation around how to kind of use your unique design to find more flow in your relationships and in your business or work and in your life. And that's um, online. Online. Yeah. All online these days. All the stuff you do. And then you even have something next week, I I believe that's like an info session or just... Tonight, actually. Oh, it's tonight? Oh, okay. But I'll have another. I do it every three weeks. I think okay, an hour or two, yeah. <laughs> but I do, yeah. I offer kind of free intro webinars as well every couple of weeks as well, just to kind of give people a taste oh, of wow. the human design. Yeah, that is yeah. really cool. So, what are some of like the biggest transformation you've seen on some of your clients? I just think that like it really just brings them into alignment, like where they're doing work that feels good with clients that feel amazing, that they like relationships are flowing. So like, I think that, gosh, there's so many. So like, you know, in, when I think about like a family, like if I sit with a family, like you said, it's really easy to kind of take things personally. When I sit with a family and we kind of really understand how each kid uniquely operates and how to kind of support the different partners, however many partners there are there's just like so much permission. Like all of a sudden, instead of like making each other wrong for being different, they're given so many tools and so much language to just find more flow. So I feel like I've just heard so many beautiful reflections of like how much better a relationship feels because they just like Mm -hmm. know exactly how to support each other, like how to ask the right questions, like kind of how to best like engage them in something 
what to kind of expect of their energy, how to leverage their gifts, how to like honor their challenges. So like, I think that it, I've seen so much impact in just like a flow in relationship. And that could be with business partners too. And then also with clients, like I think that, you know, I had one client who was like in this... So her design similar to yours was so much on like letting things come to her. And when I first talked to her, she had like just like found a job or created a job that she had very much like initiated. She was like, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to like will this into existence. She's like, this is what I want. But then once she got there, she's like, I don't want to do this. Like, what did I create for myself? You know? And I think that it became so clear in our first conversation that it wasn't the right job for her. The way that she had gone about it was so misaligned with her design. Yeah. And so I know it's not always feasible to quit a thing immediately. She was able to, she quit her job like literally the next day. And she kind of tried on this idea that she's here to magnetize and let things kind of come to her and wait for them to spark a gut response. And like an opportunity showed up, I think maybe a few weeks later, it lit her up like so much. She like went fully into it. And then we kind of built her whole team based on human design, kind of really bringing the right support around her. So it was kind of so beautiful to witness when she entered into something in a way that was aligned, so much more flowed. She's also manifesting generator. She's since moved on from that and now starting her own thing, you know? So it's just really been cool to kind yeah. of witness her give herself such permission to just like do things yeah. her way and in her own flow. Yeah, that really lightens me up because I I, I experienced very similar things. And, and then when I was reading about my, my, my manifesting generator to about the gut feeling, I have that so much is something I've ever I've had it for my whole life and it's like I can't explain but now I understand it's part of my human design but if I'm like okay I'm gonna do that and then I start my body starts having like a reaction like that you know no you should not go do that job or you should not do whatever it is and it's like it feels very uncomfortable, you know, and oftentimes I didn't give myself the permission to like say, okay, no, I'm just not gonna do that. And Mm -hmm. now I totally get it that that's actually a thing, that it's part of like how I actually function. And that is totally valid. And to totally like pay attention to that. (laughs) It's such an important part. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say it's such an important part of our design because I think that like there's a piece called our inner authority, which speaks to how we're each wired to make decisions. And like, this is so essential because it helps us just like enter into the right things in the first place for you. It's what your gut and sleeping on things, but none of us are really kind of meant to make these super like rational, like I should do this because it will lead to this place. And maybe this thing will happen. Like there's just kind of a deeper knowing within us that we are all meant to access in different ways, you know, whether that is sleeping on things or trusting your gut in the moment or talking things out or kind of seeing what your willpower is pulling you towards. Like human design really helps us know how to enter into the right relationships and opportunities and experiences. And that is so powerful. And it requires an immense amount of trust because again, it's just like, this feels right, but I don't know where it's going to take me. But I think that like, when we connect to that inner knowing and really allow that to guide our decision-making, we tend to experience so much more flow in our lives because our bodies just often know things before we could ever imagine it with our minds. So much more flow. And how did you, you feel like your business kind of jumped? You you mentioned like the past three years, like you guys kind of did some, you just had had a moment that you felt, okay, I need to reevaluate things. I need to change things a little bit. And, and it was just like, it just kind of was organically happening or was it like big changes? Yeah. I think that like, so I was building a business, my former business partner, which I mentioned until 2017. And I actually ended up walking away from that and quitting human design for like 
three months, but I was just like, no one cares about human design. Like I can't force it, you know? And I was just so like, it was just early and people, it was so new to people. And I think that I felt a little bit defeated because I really like saw that there was so much gold in the system. I was like, the system could transform so many people's lives if they just like opened to it, you know, just like knew it existed. And, but I was still early on my journey. Like I'd been studying it for three years, but I was still had a lot to, I, I was still like really in the studies, even though we had kind of been building a business around it. And like, and I walked away and then like in new years of 2017, my partner kind of sat me down and he was just like, Aaron, like, you've got to just like try again. Like you will fail. Like failure does happen, but you just can't let that fear guide you. And so like, he ended up kind of building me a website. He's like, just start. And so for that year, I guess it was 2018, I just started offering sessions and it was on the side of a kind of another project that I took on a, a business that I helped open in New York. And like, they just kept booking out, you know, I was booked out the whole year and it was kind of just this like side gig. And it was, it, I was booked out from like the community I was a part of. It wasn't like I was even wow. sharing on Instagram. Like it was, and I was like, Oh, people like care about this. So it started to grow. And then I think early 2019, my partner, my husband now, he was just like, he he's so brilliant with just kind of like structuring things and being strategic. He's just, he's, he's a brilliant person in so many ways, but I think that he was like, let's do this together, you know? And so that was when we really started. And it has been organic, but it's also like really grown so much in the past. Like, I mean, honestly, pretty consistently, but in the past couple of years, tremendously. And I think that it's for a lot of reasons. I think one, we have more accessible offerings that allow us to reach more people. I think two, human design is way more well-known than it used to be. And so I really have just been able to kind of benefit from the fact that like a lot more people care about human design than they used to. And there are a lot more amazing people that are out there making human design really empowering and practical and accessible. And like, mm-hmm. we need that. So it was a confluence yeah. of things that I don't think I ever could yeah. have anticipated it because when I started, I was like, no one cares about this. No one's listening. And it's just such a good reminder, at least for me, in terms of trusting myself that it's like, they might not see it when I see it, but I know that someday they'll care. And so all I can do is prepare for it and be ready for that moment. You know? Oh, and that's so amazing. That is yeah. so inspirational. Yeah. Thank you. It's it's been a yeah. a journey and I think that we often don't talk about kind of the bumps in the road, but I think that like exactly. there have been plenty for us, you know, and like and it's yeah. been even though I'm a projector and I have like, you know, with time created so much more space in my life, like it's also been a hustle. You know, it's been like so much by hand, so much and it's and it's all paid off and it's all been worth it, but like for me, it's been also like holding the vision of where it's all going. It's been such a fun journey. And I feel really lucky to yeah. do it alongside my partner because he just sees things in a way that is very different than I do. Exactly. And so like holding the vision, I think it's really important. And then trusting on yourself and not losing that trust. And then holding, like you said, because sometimes people don't see that we have bumps on the road or things could not go well. And people could try to, you know, like you said, maybe you you even thought about quitting and then, oh my God, thank God you didn't quit. And then you came back, you know, and you're doing all these things. I just think it's great for people to hear that. So that also, if you are going through something and it's, you know, not working out or you're having a dry period or whatever, and then Obviously, you know, I mean, many successful people, many people who are doing what they love, success can be, you know, measured in so many different ways. But what I mean is doing something that you love and and having an impact. Sometimes it's like not always just like peaches and cream, you know, it's like not always like, oh, so easy. It's like a lot of times it's like things are going to, but you had this perseverance and 
holding the vision and the trust. And it sounds great that, you know, your husband now, he has this other sort of way and structure and connect. And together, you guys are able to build, you know, this amazing business. And you mentioned you studied for, I just have like a couple more questions. You studied for a while. What does that look like when you're like, you know, you were in the, be previously already offering it and studying it to like, what does that look like in the human design? Because if you ask me, I mean, I study all the time and I teach you, but like we read the yoga philosophy and in meditation and this and that. How does that look for human design? Like, Yeah, the path is different for everyone. And there are okay. more educational opportunities now than there were when I was starting for sure. You know, why I was building a business alongside studying it is because my business partner at the time had been studying for decades. So like it wasn't like I was just starting to be like, I'm gonna share human design. Like I yeah. was we were we were equal partners and I was learning a lot from him as we went, you know, and we were kind of doing everything together. He was such an amazing teacher for me. So I studied independently with him for a year and a half. I went through a traditional certification through the International mm-hmm. Human Design School. Not some of these schools are a little bit old school and not always ones I'd highly recommend, but it was a, an important journey for me to go on. There are a lot of amazing books out there, recordings. So, like, I'm always participating in courses and learning, but I think that, like, I don't, I'm excited for more educational opportunities to be made available because I think more people want the kind of accessible, empowering practical mm-hmm. human design. And there's a lot of, a lot of the ones out there don't really offer it, you know, like, there's a lot of different ways of talking about human design, and some of them are not very empowering. And human design is like an ongoing study. You know, it is a lifelong study. It's not like you study it for three years and then like you're a master. Like you can study for three years and have like a lot to teach and you understand a lot and there is always more to learn. It is like an infinitely deep system. Kind of like yoga. Kind of like Totally, totally. (laughs) You know, and it it shows up differently in different Mm -hmm. times in your life. So, but you know, one thing that I've been really wanting to do and like, and I've received so much interest from my community is around offering a training. So we're not. That's what, you know, that was my second question. Nice. I told you I had two questions. I was going to say, and I'm sure when is the training right now? When is oh, the training going to happen? Is that going to happen? It is going to happen. You're thinking about um, it. Okay, good. Oh, I, I, it's definitely going to happen. It's a matter of timing. I think that it's easy to want to just like be like, I just I'm going to like do a training or do like a weekend training or do a thing and like. But I think that we just want it to make sense. Like we want people to feel really well supported. We want them to be really well educated. We want them to kind of be able to actually build a business based on it if they want to. We want to be able to kind of funnel them business. So there's like so much kind of ecosystem work that needs mm-hmm. to happen to kind of make it the most valuable thing for them. And so like, mm-hmm. while I'm very tempted to kind of launch it in a silo and just like, let me just teach you all that I know, like it would be a disservice because they wouldn't like receive all the value that we could give them. So we're just in constant conversation on the best way to do it, but it is absolutely coming. I'm so excited about it. I, I think that teaching definitely feels like the right next use of my energy. I love, love, love it. Yeah. But it's just finding the right format in the way that is the most accessible for people and also just the most impactful and kind of gives them the tools they need. Exactly. And also, you know, I do a lot of like life coaching calls with the the training school and all that. This is something that for life coaches and people like that, that do this kind of work, right? Could They could always do a training like that 100%. with you and then utilize it as part or integrate it as part. That's what I'm trying to say. Like that, because it'll just be like another awesome tool. Like one thing I teach is the chakra system. And you said that I was happy to hear yeah. that that's a there too. I didn't even know, by the way, that it was in human design, but the chakra system, you know, the seven main chakras that I train people on and teach and do some sessions and actually read 
your individual, like how the chakras are playing a role in your life right now and how to balance them because we look cool. at like, how, yeah. And so like through that archetype, you know, of the seven main chakras, we kind of can have a very good deep insight of like a person and their life and how to get better and how to improve, how to balance deficits and excess and all that stuff. I'm just thinking, oh my God, this uh, human design would be like so cool to add to all that, you know? So yeah, totally. I'm definitely going to be on the lookout for, and I, I'm like you, I love training because I totally. feel like every time I go to, through a program and a training or with someone I, you know, admire and enjoy, I learn so much about myself and I just love learning. I really totally. do. So it's awesome. You've definitely got the, I don't know if you've gotten to that part in your blueprint yet, <laughs> but you've got this very investigative piece. You're like, how can I just like learn and investigate as much as possible. So I'm glad you're doing it. But you're yeah. you're so right with the integration piece. I work with a lot of coaches that will get blueprints for their clients because they want to just like better understand how to support them, you know? Yeah. And again, like be like, okay, how can I communicate with them in a way that's really going to pull their truth out? You know, how can I really exactly. help them leverage their strengths? And so I think that like, whether or not you're like human design is my thing, it's such a cool tool to help you know how to better support the people in your life. No, certainly. And I was so excited to have this call with you today Part of the reason is exactly precisely that because yesterday we have our members community. We meet once or twice a month online and I almost announced it yesterday, but I said, no, I'm actually going to wait until the podcast comes out because I was like, oh my God, there's so many, you know, people that I work with that I was like, you, you're going to have to get the blueprint because oh, now, yeah. <laughs> well, because if they get the blueprint, it's just going to yeah. be like a whole nother level for the, the, the other stuff that we're working with together. Like you 100%. said, it's a hundred percent complimentary. So I'm excited for the community to um, to have access to you and to, you know, go into yeah. it and look, it's awesome. So thank you. Oh my God. Yes. And I'm also happy to create a discount code for your audience. If you want for the blueprint. Oh yes. I would yeah. love that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that. You'll send it to me and for people cool. listening, I'll include it on show notes so yeah. you guys can look and, uh, do that and get the blueprint with Aaron. And thank you. And I'm, you know, I love following your Instagram Always looking thank forward you. to the stuff you're posting. So oh, that's fun thank you. too. Thank you so well, much thank for having you me. So this was such a pleasure. Yes. Yeah, such a pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Life on Earth podcast. Here is your code for 10% off any of our online yoga trainings. It's uh, Life on Earth Podcast, and you go to lifeonearthpodcast.com, enter at the checkout Life on Earth Podcast. It will give you 10% off any of our certification trainings online, and I hope you can really join. And don't forget to check out Erin Claire Jones and to go on her site, and all the links are below. Go to humandesignblueprint.com, enter Life on Earth and get 10% off your unique human design blueprint and you will receive it and you can read it, you can do highlights and I can guarantee you that it will bring your awareness and your life to the next level. You're going to expand and you're going to be able to navigate this thing called life more effectively, which is really what life on earth is all about, right? This, I dedicated this podcast when I started it to enhancing not only ourselves, but when you and en- I really believe that when you enhance your life, 
you then enhance the life of everyone around you and therefore our beloved one and only mother earth planet earth thanks everyone if you love what you're listening to support the show follow us on your favorite podcast platform and on all of them and give us a five-star review keep listening share this episode with someone you love and i cannot wait to see you again